Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Brad, how about those cabanas in Tomorrowland, huh? Wow, wow. So you just you just want to jump into the to the to the lion's den, huh? Man, I know that these cabanas are something that neither of us are super uh, you know, happy about, so I figure why why not just are, uh, jump right in. Are you are you kind of happy about them? Cuz if you're kind of happy about them, then you are light years ahead of me, man. Light no. years. No, it, and I'm not even, I don't know if I would say I'm mad about them or upset about them as much as I just don't even get it. Well, okay, so I get it. I get it. It's, it's a, well, it's, okay, it's, I get it from a money standpoint. Right, right. But... It's a, it's a how can we get more, and, and please understand, I'm actually, I actually don't inherently have a problem with Disney saying, what ridiculous thing do people want to... To me, this is ridiculous. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. It's ridiculous. Uh, to spend $650 for a, for a cabana to sit in for a park that you have paid to go into. Um, but if right, that's... Right, so, so maybe we should explain what this is. <laughs> wow, wow. So now, so now we're going to back... Okay, okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you describe... I, I, does, do, do people not know... like? I had random people texting me after this was announced and, and suddenly came and they're like, so what's up with this, with this cabana thing? People, people that are not totally always in the loop knew about this cabana thing, but go ahead, describe the cabana. So basically there are these tents. They look like really small party tents. Um, they have a window. They have yeah, they got windows. They're in Tomorrowland. They cost $650 to rent, and it's basically just a place for you to go and sit down. Yeah, they've got, they've got a couch. They've got, like, a little coffee table. They've got a rug. Um, it looked like they had, like, some little snacks in there and stuff. Yeah, and they like, got a menu that you can, you can have food delivered. Yeah, which is essentially what? That's, like, the, the cosmic rate, like, $650 a day to rent something. And we'll deliver you some cosmic rays. Yeah. Uh, refer back to the episode when we talked about the cosmic rays menu, because the food is exactly the same. Which, which, and, and once again, let's, let's clarify, <laughs> Brad. Except it's called the Taste of Tomorrowland. Brad, Brad and Jeremy have no issue with the Taste of Tomorrowland. We both enjoy cosmic rays, and we both will continue to visit cosmic rays. I just, I don't go to Le Cellier and expect to get cosmic rays food, and... Right. Therefore, I can't see spending six hundred fifty dollars, and and then being charged on top of that for co- you know for food for cosmic rays food. Yeah. For cosmic, I just like, like I want lobster thermidor and baked Alaska. If I'm going to, you know, there needs to be a dude in the cabana next to me wearing a monocle. Right. <laughs> that that is that is my impression of six hundred fifty dollars. And these cabanas are pretty much right next to the Space Mountain entrance. Yes, but, uh, but that's kinda, okay because they have some away. bushes in the way. They, they yeah, added some, some plant, some Privacy hedges. Yes. And okay, and di- therein, again, Brad is not frustrated by the concept that Disney is doing things that some people want. If people want to spend their money on it, that's their prerogative. I am okay with that. Where I have the issue is where they have tents sitting on stage 
right next to the entrance. And, and potted plants do not do they. These things are not covered. There are tents mm. sitting on stage that that are just behind some some scraggly looking potted plants. Like, how is this good show? So, is there any reason? That this is here, aside from the fact that people are apparently paying six hundred and fifty dollars to rent these. Well, I, I, I think I saw the other day that someone said that they are now booked through Christmas, so it's there to make money. But it's also apparently it, it, it was supposed to be like a pilot project, and if if in ninety days they find that it's worthwhile, then they're going to be, then then they're going to have a more permanent solution. Hmm. And and maybe the more permanent solution won't be so atrocious. Well, because we've talked before about like having some kind of a capsule hotel right outside the gates or outside right inside the gates. The gate. Outside the gates, inside not in the middle of Tomorrowland. Or what feels like in the middle of Tomorrowland on right. stage. So maybe their more permanent solution is something that doesn't look like, you know, you went to the local party rental place and got a white tent yes yes and when they once they have assuming and and believe it or not even though disney somebody somebody green-lighted tent city uh i believe truly believe that at some point someone's going to go okay this is going now that this is a permanent thing we're actually going to make a nice solution and and when they make something that actually fits in with the overall theme of tomorrowland you know and it's off to the side or whatever Whatever. Again, if that's if that's something that somebody wants to spend six hundred fifty dollars a day on, it will not be for me. But there are plenty of things that Disney does that are not for me, and that's okay. Right. And I mean, I would pay ten to fifteen dollars an hour to be able to nap during the day. I know we've talked about that before too, but just the the ability to go somewhere quiet and yes. dark and take a little nap, you know, at two or three. That would be worth twenty to forty dollars to me. But you know? the, but these things will are are they really going to be either? They will be quieter and darker than the surrounding areas. But they're not going to be quiet because at the end of the day, they're a tent in Tomorrowland, and they're a tent. So until it's dark outside, the sun's going to come through, right? Right. So for me, these tents seem more like a place where if you were having a family reunion or like a birthday at Disney, these tents would serve more as a meeting place. Like everybody meet back at the tent in three hours, you know, and we're going to have cake. We're, gonna, we're all going to have, uh, what, the, the, the chocolate cake or the carrot cake. Right. Everybody gets their own little peek because Disney's not going to let you bring a cake in. You, right. only, you only drop $650, okay? So... Order your taste of Tomorrowland <laughs> cake and get over in your tent. And the, it you just know, those it tents are only going to hold like what eight to ten people tops. It's not a place for you to to sleep. Obviously, it's a place, f- I guess, for you to just like rest, take a load off. But it just to me, this stinks of Dad doesn't want to be at Disney. Dad wants to sit, so we rented this thing so Dad could just sit down and watch golf while we're all at do they hit, but do they even have like TVs in them? <laughs> I don't think they do. I don't think but they it's, do. It's just that kind of, you know, thing where it's like, why would you even do this? I bet you I bet the I bet the permanent cabanas will have flat screens and like the full ESPN package. You know, you're gonna have 
ESPN, ESPNU, ESPN oh, sure. Desportes, uh, you know, ESPN Classic. Well, yeah, when you own ESPN, you don't have to. Uh, exactly. You don't have to worry about any of that. Exactly. You're going to be every any ABC station you want. Yeah, you're going to be hooked up once you, once they come up with the the permanent uh, thing. And so, yeah, I, again, my issue isn't with the concept of of cabanas even though i'm like you that's that's not how i want to experience disney and to me that's that just seems crazy to to go to the magic like to go to the magic kingdom and then have that uh unless you're only going to go back to it for like an hour but then you just spent 650 dollars for an hour or two um and that is that's just a lot of money and it, I, I guess for some people, though, that's not, you know, and well, those and are the people it, who are getting the cabanas, I suppose. Is it $650 to stop everybody from signing up? Oh, abso- know, yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Tesla has said that the Model S cost $120,000 or whatever to fund the ability to make the Model 3, the affordable, you know, midsize electric car. And Google Glass, when Google came out, it was $1,500. And that was to stop everybody from wanting one. And I'm just wondering if, if this pilot program is $650 to rent these tents, just so that people like you and me, who are definitely unwilling to spend $650, but might be willing to spend $100, you know, for a tent for half a day? I mean... Just to stop us from doing that while they're trying to figure out if this thing is worth doing. I see. I feel like it's more of a test of what will the market bear. Let's start with a let's start with a crazy number, Jerry. Let's go six hundred and fifty dollars, and then when nobody signs up, we'll drop them to four, and then we'll drop them, and then they went six hundred fifty, and all of a sudden they're booked through Christmas, and they're like, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, everybody's getting a Christmas bonus this year because people are willing to pay $650 for our tents. Do you think uh, you get a free Mickey's Christmas party ticket if you have a tent? Nope. <laughs> Come on, man. If they're, if they're going to if they're gonna charge you, if, if you're going to pay $650 for a tent and get charged for admission, you're, you're, you're yeah. paying, you're paying yeah. for... Uh, if you're going to pay $650 and they're going to charge you for a cheeseburger. Yeah, the full price, too. Yes, yes. There is no, there is no taste of tomorrow. You know what? In fact, I'm... But, but at the same time, it's just like with anything else. You know, it's kind of like when you go stay at the really, really nice hotel that's like 200 bucks a night. And there's the Wi-Fi charge. And there's the... Uh, you know, just uh, and then there's the the even if you self park, you're gonna pay to stay in our yep. garage charge and all that stuff. Or if you go to the Motel Six, you're gonna get free Wi-Fi. You're gonna get free right. parking. You're gonna get free breakfast right. in the morning. Um, yeah, so not... your Mickey's Christmas party tickets probably cost more. Yes, yes. There you go. Because <laughs> because we know that you're worth it. And do, do the tents cost more on on Mickey's very merry Christmas party nights because you're getting it for more time or something? Well, maybe. Or or are they are they looking at the people who are getting it and going okay, that dude just paid six hundred fifty and he doesn't have the hard ticket, so that means we can resell this tent as soon as the Christmas party starts, guys. Oh like, yeah, do you have to get out of the uh, you have to get out of the Magic Kingdom at seven? Yeah, yeah. I mean they don't, and, and usually it's the wristbands they they stop letting you on attractions, and at some point you know you you just can't do anything, so you might as well leave. 
So I wonder if they'd kick you out of your tent. I bet you they would. Yeah. I, I bet you they would. But yeah, so cabanas are being tested. Um, I've heard reports that, what, that this isn't, this isn't going to be a Magic Kingdom only thing. That Magic Kingdom was where the test was, but that they're looking at this for all of the parks. Uh, so I, I don't know, though. We may, we may not see... I, I question whether or not we're going to see more tents. You know? Yeah. I, uh, I'm hoping I, they're just going to see how well it goes at Magic Kingdom and go, okay, yeah, now let's just build some stuff at all four parks. I can't imagine what it's going to be, but yeah, I, I can't see more tents being a thing. But hey, if you guys... If if anybody listening has six hundred and fifty dollars that they'd like to uh, to donate to the cause, I will gladly go to one of these tents for the day, and and take pictures and all that stuff. So no, you can't. They're booked. Uh, but only through Christmas. <laughs> I'll go after New Year's. I'm okay with that. Who? who uh, you know what? I guess the tents do have a little bit more use though. Like say the twenty first or the twenty second, because you can't do anything anyway. And that's the only part of the park where you won't be like L, you know, like what shoulder to shoulder with everybody. Yeah. Uh, so eh, I, I, maybe some added advantage for that. I, is $650 like peak pricing? Are these going to go down at a certain part of the year or are they just always going to? I don't know. I mean, this is it. That's the thing. This is totally uncharted territory. Yes. So. Uncharted, uncharted territory that, that clearly. Disney wasn't totally sold on. They didn't. They did not think that this was actually going to be successful. They thought it might be, but there's no way they were guar- that they were guaranteeing it, or they wouldn't have done a test. They wouldn't have done a pilot project with with the with Tint Town. So right, right. So the second topic that I wanted to talk about tonight, um, Disney announced at Destination D a couple weeks ago, something that. Brad and I, at least, have feared for quite a while. And that is that Epcot is going to be going through some major changes that include a more, quote, family-friendly theme and more IP. I, I feel like wasn't the exact, like, something about it was going to stay with the original idea of Epcot or something like that? Yeah, to stay true to the original idea of Epcot, but... While making it more family-friendly and adding IP. Right. And I just... I I don't know that Disney really understands what the original idea for Epcot was anymore. Well, do they... It's just... Do they not understand it, or they think that we don't understand it? And they're like, don't worry... We'll tell you what the original idea for Epcot is. It's whatever it is when we get done with it. It's that's probably it. I mean, because go back to Walt Disney in the seventies. His original idea for Epcot was it was, was going to be a city. It was going to be a city in a bubble. Yeah, it was. It's it's celebration to to an extent. Uh, you know, clearly celebration is not is not Epcot, but but some of those concepts got used there. But yes, it was going to be a city, and now now it's a theme park. Right. So what is I, what? I think, what does more family they, friendly mean? Uh, characters. There are I mean, characters, though. But more. Where? I, I, dude, you know, they were doing those sightline balloons and stuff in Future World. I, I think we're, Future World, as we know it, is going away. Well, because, I mean, we're already... Interventions is being gutted more and more for, you know, character spots and meet, more meet and greets. I'm just, like, there, there are characters in the, in the countries 
where else do they want to put characters? I think Ellen's energy adventure is gone. Yes. Over the next few years. I think that that is gone, pro- probably torn down. Um, I think the land pavilion is going to go through some major, major, major changes. I I would not be surprised at all if they separate Soren from the rest of that and like maybe create a Soren entrance from Future World and then take the rest of that pavilion and just do something. Get rid of the Lion King show. Get rid of living living with the land, which I'm not happy about. I love living with the land. I was about to say, don't, don't. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I just, Man, I like I just, living with the land. I just think that stuff like that doesn't matter anymore. You know, because what the ima- is, is it the Imagination Pavilion? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yes. I mean, that's nothing. That's I would not be surprised if they tore that down. I just wait, wait, space. wait. They just they dude. They have a they have to have a place for the the chase. Or no, excuse me, the Disney Vacation Club car, or you know, members to have their, their lounge at, and they just put their lounge up there. Where, <laughs> where will the lounges go? Okay. <laughs> you, have to, you have to leave a space for the lounge. I, I, obviously, Mission Space, Test Track, and Soren are safe. Are, I don't, is Mission Space really safe? I, I think so. Well, I, I don't, don't, uh, do not get me wrong. I want Mission Space to I be safe. I think so, but there's never a line for it. That's so, what I'm saying. I mean, I, I don't would, know. Yeah. I would almost argue that at this point, uh, Spaceship Earth, for the sake and, that it is the, you know, it is the weenie, yeah. is the icon for Epcot, and the, that it has had a decent li- line the last few times I've been, is safer maybe than Mission Spaces right now. I totally think Spaceship Earth is safe. Um, I don't even, I didn't say it because it doesn't even come into my brain as a thing to worry about because it is the weenie and... It, it runs itself, you know, it's a omni mover. So that, that, that thing is so low maintenance that I, I don't think that's got any danger of, of getting closed, but yeah, I guess mission space doesn't really read like a, a real successful attraction, but I think everything else in future world is up for grabs, you know, is, is up for removal in this whole like making it more family friendly thing. I but wouldn't it, be surprised again, what if is so what is so family unfriendly about any yeah. of the stuff no, that no, we're no, talking no. about. No, no, no. I I totally understand. I think roller coasters like rides are going to start coming in. Uh I I would not be surprised if Future World starts getting rides that aren't inside. You know, cuz everything in Future World right now is indoors. Like you you see a building Except for Test Track, of course. They well, have... and, and, and that's a section of Test Track. The majority of Test Track right. is indoors. And so, like, I wouldn't be surprised if you start getting some outdoor attractions. And I, I, I don't know. I, I don't worry. So I don't, have a, I don't have an emotional attachment to Epcot the way that you do. Yes, because thus, thus far we've talked about interventions is pretty much guaranteed dead and Mission Space could be next on the chopping block. There goes everywhere Brad got to work. <laughs> so I know that Epcot is very, very, very important to you. As a person who doesn't have those connections, I don't mind changing Epcot uh, to be more of a theme park, I guess, and less of a, I don't know, I don't know. Epcot's so hard to explain. Yes. It's, it's, it's not. Epcot. 
it's yeah it's not a it's not a theme park necessarily because there's really not that much to you know quote do because the world showcase is its own crazy thing but like I think what Disney wants is for Epcot to not be a thing that's hard to explain. And in order to do that, you either have to go all in on the World Showcase type thing, where this is going to be a multicultural area where you can learn about cultures and, and like learn about culture or civilization. Civilization. Learn about civilization in Spaceship Earth. Or go the other direction, which is what I think they're going to do. And you make Future World a theme park. Then it's really easy to explain. Yeah, Epcot is a place full of attractions with a bunch of restaurants bolted onto the back. <laughs> with a bunch of bread. And I, I honestly think that that's what they're going to do. As that's what Epcot is going to become. Rides up front, attractions up front. And a whole bunch of restaurants in a lake where they do a fireworks show bolted onto the back. So, so party in the front, business in the back. Yeah, yeah. So reverse the mullet. Reverse mullet. Yep. Oh wow, that's gonna be, that's gonna. That's be a crazy. game changer, Brad. It is. It is definitely. I, I don't know. I just. What's more? What's more family friendly than super long bangs? Yes. And a tightly cropped haircut in the back. Absolutely, absolutely. But I don't know. I just. I keep grasping to the fact that there is IP out there in, in, in Disney. Disney has IP, whether it's Inside Out or WALL-E, you know, or, I mean, heck, they did the Living Seas with Nemo and Friends and at least, you know, managed to keep some of the learning aspects of the, of the Living Seas there. And, you know, while, while I, I want to see the learning stay as much as it, you know, the, as much as it can, I'm okay with that with that sort of a mix. It's not my first choice, but I'm okay with that sort of a mix. And I just feel like there are other opportunities for that, but yeah, some part of me feels like we could be we could be leaning in uh the other way, kind of like you said, where it just makes it easier to describe, but I I don't know. And the, the here's the thing, they stayed vague with it. So Yeah. Yeah, they I'm kind did. of I'm kind of hesitant to jump too much onto my soapbox just yet. Um, because you know they're, uh, I'm holding out the 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 probably silly, uh, hope that they'll just can you know that they'll go with the way that I could, I could see it working and staying Epcotty, uh, at least what what I uh, interpret as Epcotty, you know, and instead let's let's again put some, put some IPs up front and and change you know uh, update some attractions. And, you know, use these things to continue to teach us about the world, about ourselves, uh, you know, while, while throwing in some stuff so that you can, you can buy some characters at the exits. And, you know, heck, let's add some new, uh, some new countries to the World Showcase. That's, what, that's something I want to see. Did you see the, uh, I think um, on Twitter, uh, Go Away Green posted the, uh, the blueprints from the uh, the the Israel Pavilion that was planned. Oh uh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it it was showing like the shops and the restaurant, and there was supposed to be this big theater in the back for a show, 
and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, that would be so cool to get to see another, another country. And, um, you know, actually I think, uh, uh, Joe over on Facebook, uh, actually messaged us, you know, and was talking about, you know, you could see Brazil. Think about how many Brazilian tour groups you've seen at Walt Disney World. So clearly, clearly Disney, you know, Disney is something that Brazil's interested in. So, you know, let's get some tourism going the other way, Brazil. Why don't you guys pony up some money and, and we'll get, you know, the Brazil pavilion. Or, you know, there, there are so many opportunities. And that's, I, I would just love to see more of that in Epcot where, you know, you get, a, you get at least some kind of an idea. And I recognize it is a Disney idea and it is, you know, but it is still some kind of idea of what other countries are like, you know? Yeah. And I, I just, I would love to see those sorts of things happen more than we need to throw an attraction. You know, we, we need to turn future world into a theme park and then we need to throw an attraction into every country so that, you know, the kids don't get too bored when they're walking from country to country. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, man, and I agree with you. You you agree that that's what we would like to see? Yeah. But you also agree that that's not <laughs> likely to be what we're going to see, I, right? I think we're we're going to see a retcon of the, quote, original ideals of Epcot to totally fit into what they want to do. Yeah. I, I, I th- yeah. I, I think the original ideals of Epcot are up for grabs anyway, and... You know, they they were very vague, and I I think that 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 makes me more hopeful. But they did say major changes. They did they did say major changes, but they were vague. So so let's just let's just wait to find out what the major changes are. We'll we'll be we'll be cautious. Um, but we don't have to just go, uh, you know, we don't have to go jumping off the cliff, right? Quite yet. But but let's let's end on a on a. I don't know. I feel like this is a I feel like this is a better note, but something that that seems to have had had the Disney Twitter sphere like engulfed for reasons I don't fully understand. Bus stop pizza kiosk. Bus stop pizza sounds disgusting. <laughs> so 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 <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like something that if you were going to visit New York. Hey guys, I had me somebody some would bus tell you, pizza. yeah, don't eat the bus stop pizza. It's it's kind of like an elf when he tells him don't eat the don't eat the gum left on the street. Yeah, that's not yeah, free yeah. candy. Don't eat the bud the bus stop pizza, buddy. Yeah. So so basically, the all star resorts are going to be uh or excuse me not are going to be have added kiosks to the to the bus stops and from seven to ten p.m. these kiosks are open uh, and are serving cheese and pepperoni pizzas. Like I, I get from from what I've seen, already pre-made. So kind of like a like a Little Caesars hot and ready or something. I think. Yeah, but it's slices, right? It's just by the no, slice. no, 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 no. This is pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah, or at least everything that I've seen has been full pizzas. I haven't actually seen them serving slices. I saw. All have you the, seen? Have you seen I them saw serving the, slices? No, I saw the hubbub about bus stop pizza and everything, but I just assumed it was by the slice. No, no. Everything, everything I've seen have been bus stop pizzas. Because everything just says pizza. You know, like they're selling pizza at bus stop. You know, n- nobody says, you know, I got a slice or I bought a whole pizza. Everybody just says I, I got the bus stop pizza or whatever. So I just assumed it was by the slice, but 
get a whole pizza at the bus stop. Yeah, which I don't. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's that is a, that does make more sense because that's easier, right? You know, it's a you, it's a large have, cheese pizza or a large pepperoni pizza, right? Mm. That's what you right. can get. Um, and you know, I personally I kind of like this idea. The only problem I have with it is the hours because a lot of times I'm in after ten, so you know. I, I guess I kind of want them to go like an hour and a half after the latest part closing, but it's probably good that they don't because the last thing I need at like one thirty in the morning or, or one fifteen is probably a couple of slices of pepperoni pizza. <laughs> but, but do you need a whole pepperoni pizza at one fifteen? Uh you, my 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 room usually has a usually has a fridge, so I don't have to have a whole pizza. <laughs> but if I have a whole pizza in the room and, you know, it's already 115, uh, you know, they, they're, they're selling, hey, they're selling beer there, too. So I can get pizza and a beer or pizza they, and a soda. Are they selling bus stop beer? Oh, yeah, bus stop. Why is that? Why was that not? Dude, Disney Twitter is all up about bus stop pizza. And, and until I'm looking at, the, looking at the little menu above the kiosk, do, how do I not know that they're serving bus station beer? Yeah, why is that not more important? Yes, yes. So you can get... After getting off of a freaking Disney bus at the All-Star Resorts, they should just be handing out complimentary <laughs> beer to people. Congratulations, you survived. Yeah. But, but is that really an All-Star? Like any... If, you, if it's park closing, <laughs> yeah. dude, yeah. You, are, you are like just squished in a mass of people... Uh, you know, because the bus driver's always sitting there. All right, everybody, all available space. All keep moving back. No, sir, I see you. You have three inches between you and that lady that you have never met before. You need to just be all up in her personal space. Hello, all the smelly people on the bus. Please jam as close together as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah. And, I know and, you're all very sweaty and stinky, but we need you to move closer to each other. That's right. And not only are they not going to give you that beer, but it's probably going to be a little bit, well, you, you know it's going to be Disney prices. So. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of an upcharge. Yeah, yeah. But again. That, I, yeah, I can't believe that hasn't been more publicized. Yeah, but I'm all up for, I'm all up for having options for, for dinner. And that's, you know, you don't have to go inside into the food court and then everybody figures out what they want. And then everybody goes and waits in the separate line. And then you go through the checkout. You know, you just walk up, grab a pizza, and head to the room. So I have, I have no issues with Bud's Stop Pizza, other than, again, the hours. But I also appreciate the hours because that helps me because I would have no self-control. I'd get off the bus at one fifteen and be like, mmm, pizza, that smells good. <laughs> so it turns out Bus Stop Pizza, not as disgusting as it sounds. Well, we, we assume. We haven't tried it, but... True. We assume it's it's Disney pizza. Go go get yourself a bus stop pizza the next time you're staying at the All Star Resorts, and thank us for telling you there's bus stop pizza and bus stop beer. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this week's episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash MTM Podcast, and you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. Bye.